Hello. <coughs> Hello. It is April 2nd, 2019, and we are coming to you live from an airport hotel near Baltimore, Maryland. We've been on the road to WrestleMania. We're in Hershey, D.C. Now we're in Baltimore. The last three days have been electric. A lot has happened in our world, your world, and let's get to it. Joining me are the Roadhawks. It's very late. That last particular bird chant call there, we could have done without. It's a little bit loud. That was, once again, Boston Connor. <laughs> Every time we do this, he fails to remember that there are people six inches away from us on the other side of the wall, but he is here, valuable member of the Roadhawks. At Viva Lazito is here. At Evan Foxy's in the corner over there. Great story to start off this trip for Evan Foxy. We'll talk about that momentarily. At Ty Schmitz <laughs> behind the board. And at Franklin Moraldo's here. How... um. Boys, this has been a hell of a trip. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's been, I mean, Lady Hawk's performing well, though. Lady Hawk <laughs> is our RV that we rented from a lady in Kentucky. The lady in Kentucky thought she was running it to a couple 40-year-olds, maybe 50-year-olds who are looking to midlife crisis their way across the fucking country. No, no. They sold it to Zito and Connor. I was not even there. <laughs> yeah. They, The lady said that she thought about changing her mind on letting you rent uh, yeah, she was ch- about uh, ready to change her mind up until we were putting pen to paper there for a little. Well, you signed the contract. You got it done. We got Lady Hawk flying around. She's wide open at about 70 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, Been driving her around these parts of town here. We get to Hershey where there was a WWE live event. We got to film a lot of things in the camera. That'll be coming out on the WWE Instagram tomorrow and the WWE YouTube. And when I say this, even if you're not a wrestling fan, entertaining stuff. Oh, Very much awesome. so. Oh, yeah. Electric. I had my shirt off at one point with a guy who has a 10-pack. You're going to want to see that. That's must-see. We drove to D.C. through the night. We got up yesterday in the nation's capital mm-hmm. with zero plans. None. We're like, you know what? We're going to stop by a diner. This show's about to get good. Not as good as the tickets you can get with SeatGeek. Hey, SeatGeek has the greatest tickets on earth. You know why? Because they're at the best prices. You want to know why? Why? Yeah. What's that? You want to know why? Yes. Why? Yeah, I said, what's that? Because they scan all the other ticket buying platforms to make sure you get the best bang for your scan. buck. Oh. Whenever they see that a ticket's uh, at a price at another place, they're like, we can beat that, can't we? Mm-hmm. We're your friends at SeatGeek. Because you know what we do? We make incredible deals for humans whenever they're making incredible memories for themselves. Because when you get tickets, it's not just a live event you're going to. It's not just a game. It's not just a show. It's not just a little play. It's not just anything you need tickets to. It's a story you're going to tell for the rest of your life. Hey, I remember when I went to insert name of thing you bought ticket to here. I had the time of my life. Hey, you remember you went to that uh, WWE live show in Hershey? (laughs) And there was a guy who was 45 years old with two kids and a wife who was air fist bumping Seth Rollins from 75 yards away. Oh, that was awesome. Burn it down. It wasn't a ticket. It was that moment. Remember that. Every single game or every single show has one of those. Make some memories today. You're alive, but are you living? Go live with your friends at SeatGeek. Use promo code PAT and get $10 off your first order. And our hotel just so happened to be near the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we walked past the Capitol because if we're here, we might as well get a selfie with the Capitol. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You walk past the anti-circumcision signs mm-hmm. right there on your right. Yep. By the way, somebody spends every day of their life putting up signs in front of the Capitol. 
questioning people's rights to cut off foreskins of babies. Looked like it was getting a lot of support. There's five <laughs> signs out there, two people. <laughs> I respect the dedication there. I respect that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that, that they hate it so much that they do that. So we go, we take a selfie there. I send a picture of the Capitol to Anthony Gonzalez, former teammate of mine with the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. who is now a congressman for Ohio. Wow. He DMs me back his phone number. He's like, call me. So I call him. I'm like, okay, I'm on. Hey, boys, I'm on a line with a congressman. <laughs> he goes, hey, what's going on, pal? I'm like, what are you doing, man? He's like, oh, I actually got the afternoon off for the next couple hours. We're like, he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're going to eat. He's like, oh, I'll join you. Meets us for lunch. We have a lunch with a sitting congressman. Mm-hmm. He lays out the entire state of the union, by the way. Yeah. Learned a lot about the way the politics work here. And it did, it, I'm a normally pretty optimistic guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, Zio? Oh, yeah. I'm very optimistic. <laughs> I think I'm a pretty optimistic guy. I was I was a little bit shook by the way everything works after hearing the inside, but he's very optimistic about mm-hmm. it. He's excited. He loves his job as a congressman. This is the first three months. He enjoys being able to hopefully turn the country around and all that stuff. But what he did after lunch, we, we I had an incredible scrambled egg at this place oh, called yeah. Ted's. Ted's, I guess, is where all the moving and shaking in D.C. goes on. Mm-hmm. Lobbies go in there. They order some brunches, some gnocchi. Mm, Donald Ted's got the good gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zito's infected my brain. <laughs> it was a good place. And I ask him afterwards, I'm like, is there any way we can maybe get a tour of the Capitol? You know, that's where he works. Mm-hmm. Just shoot my shot there. And he goes, absolutely. I go, really? He goes, yeah, no problem. He has this pin on his suit that says he's a congressman. And it basically says he can get in wherever the fuck he wants. Whatever he wants to do, he can get in. So we're just like the Motley Crue walking behind him. There's six of us behind him, yeah. right? Six, one guy's in a suit. Ty is wearing an entire sweatsuit that's a mix-match sweatsuit, though. Like, it's not a matching sweatsuit. It's like Under Armour sweatpants, Nike hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like, you you had to pick those and put that on. I'm wearing all sweats. Adidas oh, yeah. shoes. And Adidas shoes. Yeah, I mean, you bet. Just going for comfort. Look like Rocky Balboa. We were just supposed to go to a diner and then come back to the Lady Hawk. That's what I was thinking. Go to the arena. More Instead, what happens? We meet up with a congressman, shake hands, kiss babies. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, next thing we know, we're in a goddamn uh, the balcony of the house floor. Speaker's balcony. Speaker? No, we're not speaker's balcony yet. We're at the balcony of the house floor. Oh, right, yeah. right. Where the State of the Unions happen, where AOC was wearing the white dress and the white dress brigade was there. Much smaller room than it looks like. Oh, Very yeah. small. Yeah. I was surprised. A lot, of, quaint. a lot of history in that Capitol, by the way. There's bullet holes in one of oh, the tables yeah. on the House floor strictly because, and this is what I was told by other people who are smarter than me, a Puerto Rican conglomerate came in with a couple guns and shot them up. The holes are still in the table. That was like 30 years ago. Separatist, yeah. Separatist, there it is. Mm-hmm. There was blood on stairs, stairs in the Capitol. That was a little trippy. I know it's coffee. It looked like coffee. I don't know how blood does on marble. Actually, I do. It looks like coffee. Like no one cleaned it. Like what are they doing? I, I don't know. I, I think that might be like a part of it. But there's a lot of attacks on this place where Gonzo works, and he was showing us around, walking us around. We see the original house floor where Abraham Lincoln's seat has a, p- a panel. It's like, yo, this is Abraham. Then there's a a statue of uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy from oh, the yeah. Confederate? Oh no, uh, no, no Jefferson no. Davis. Yeah. Jefferson Davis, yes. who is from the the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. President yeah. of the Confederacy, yep. Pretty well-known bad guy. 
Yeah, oh, you yeah. bet. Terrible person. When it comes to the way America was founded and what we're looking for, yes. the South did some things that were very negative. We don't like it. Tried to hijack the country. There was a war about it. A lot of people grabbed guns. We went to war. We won a war. Ulysses S. Grant, though, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Pretty vital part of our country's history. Though. Oh, yeah. You I bet. Mean, sure. The Civil War is a pretty massive part of it. And now, Bill? So he has his... I don't, I don't think that's accurate at all. I don't, I don't even know what he said. He said know. $10 bill, I think. Oh. No, right? who's on nah, the it's Alexander Hamilton. 50 yeah. Nope. I, I, I'm betting, and I'm going to say this. I don't think Ulysses S. Grant is on any dollar. I amount. believe Grant's on one of the bills. He might be on the he's 50 on, He's on one of the bills. I and think he's 50. 50 I can understand why people are pissed. Just for future reference, if there is an uproar about him being on a dollar, I could see why. You don't want to put that guy in your pocket. Mm. Uh, kind of, maybe. Hey, you, it'd be you, nice to, be nice to have union. that guy on your side. The guy who's the Confederate president? No, Ulysses, not Jefferson Davis. Ulysses S. Grant. Who's the guy from the South? Jefferson Davis. Jefferson Davis. Okay, so I've been saying this. Jefferson Davis, then, mm-hmm. is the guy that there is. He's pretty massive part of the history with the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. There's a statue of him, okay? For a long time, he was a part of this statue. There's statues of everybody in this thing. You know what they did to make it right? What's that? Right across from the house floor, the original house floor from Jefferson Davis, mm-hmm. the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Rosa Parks is just grilling him. Oh, they built a statue of Rosa Parks grilling him. So that was a nice little piece of history there. Yeah. We went through, we learned all about the United States history, the politics, the everything, how it felt like we were going through an entire, like, uh, what's that called? Political science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poli sci. Yeah, Poli sci 101. Poli sci, the whole thing. I feel like that. Then we walk through, there's a bunch of tours going on. They all got these fucking headphones on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing these headphones. They're just getting a CD is telling them where they're at. We got a congressman telling us. Yeah. No big deal. And we keep going. We keep <laughs> Zito finds his favorite guy. His name is Father Damien. Father Damien. <laughs> Look up Father Damien's statue in the house. Um Zito actually Zito followed up with do the people that have these statues, they get to see the statues before they die. And uh, <laughs> Gonzo, rep, sorry, uh, Congressman Gonzalez mm-hmm. goes, uh, pretty sure they're dead. Well, that's why they build statues of them. Mm-hmm. And Zero goes, so Damien didn't get to see his block statue? <laughs> and Gonzo, I, he, I think he just walked away. Like, just <laughs> he walked. said he had to go to the bathroom. He, he never went to the bathroom. Away. I will say, though, this is the equivalence of taking a photo and you have a double chin in it. I think it's a lot worse than that. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I hate to have a double chin of photos. It's literally a SpongeBob SquarePants statue of a guy from Hawaii. It, it was the worst statue we saw today. We saw a lot of statues <laughs> we today. We did. We did. A lot of statues today. So finally we're walking through and he takes us up like this back stairwell and then it goes, it's a double door system, like please be quiet. We had to get, he had to get let in like it was a VIP access. Nobody was in there. We opened the door and all of a sudden, boom, we're on the speaker of the house's balcony off the back. Nancy Pelosi's back balcony off of her office which overlooks the Washington Monument the circumcision protesters and where we took our selfies just about 45 minutes beforehand mm-hmm. we were all of a sudden kings of the castle Yeah, and that was a moment that we created on the internet that Foxy brilliantly, we should not have been where we were today. No. Most yeah. exclusive view in Washington. Incredible. Yeah, There's been a lot of places that I shouldn't be but that one is number one for sure on places I shouldn't uh, the good news for Connors, he had his NASA hat on, so he felt like he was right at home there in the yep. government. Yeah, had, had to represent NASA at uh, the White House. You were you weren't at the White House. You were at the Capitol. Oh yeah, Zito, Zito also rubbing off on me. So, so Wait, we were at the White House. No. Uh, all right. Yikes. 
Capitol building on Capitol Hill, guys. Come on. The best part about, I think my favorite part of the day, underrated day, the speaker's balcony was incredible. It felt like, it honestly felt like we were in a movie up there. Mm -hmm. Felt like Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. Felt like I was potentially in Charlie Wilson's War whenever they overlook his thing. It's just like all the monuments and everything. You have the best view I've ever seen. We go into the, the house floor area where they do all the voting. They take all of our electronics from us. Mm-hmm. Our phone, our uh, I had AirPods, EarPods things in there. They took that from me. They had to took take your Apple Watch off. My Apple Watch, which I'm a big-time Apple Watch wearer now because it saved one of my friend's lives for like apps. Seriously, they saved one of my friend's lives. I'm, I'm not a watch guy. We've no. talked about it numerous mm-hmm. times. Movement watches really changed it. Movement sunglasses, obviously. But this Apple Watch saved my friend's life. It told him he had AFib, which means his resting heart rate was like three times as high as it should have been. They get him to the hospital to save his life. So I was like, yo, that guy had a lot of this. He was like 30-something, right? 30-something years old. That guy had a lot of the similar hobbies I had whenever we were in college together. I'm assuming my heart could potentially be acting the same way his is. I'm going to get one of them fucking Steve Jobs watches and hopefully save my life. So I'm an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. Had to take it off to get into the house floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No electronics. Took our vapes. Took our vapes. Took everything from us. We'll talk about the vapes, by the way, because Connor set up a not shady delivery at all. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later. We go in there. Gonzo's telling us all the history of everything. This is where this happens. This is where this happens. I sit over here. My wife sat here for the State of the Union. Melania was here. This is where AOC sat and the crew, right? Everything, right? We're going through it. And he's like, oh, let's go over to this other part. Cool. We get up and we go leave. And we're pretty much the only people in our section. It was kind of like an exclusive thing. It felt like we had to place to ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like private tour. A couple high schoolers over to the right, I guess, but they were kind of all by themselves. There was a lady who had the same pin on that Gonzo had, and she had her phone. Connor was the last one out, and Connor looks at her and goes, no cell phones. Oh, I didn't know this. Connor tells an African-American congresswoman that she's not allowed to have her cell phone where she's at, and then shuts the door in her face and just walks out. It's a classic jib and jab. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> you just showed up at this lady's work and just told her she's not allowed to do whatever the fuck she wants, yeah, but she DC, is. I mean, that's D.C. is the city of sin. <laughs> it's not accurate. She's not an accurate. It's not an accurate title. Tells a congresswoman that she can't have a cell phone, and then I think you even told her to keep it down. I think you even told her to keep it down. Well, there were tours going on. I mean, people couldn't hear. So Connor tried to get us kicked out. We got to go see the balcony. It was fucking awesome. I mean, it was just a wild scene. And I don't know how many people go from the NFL to Congress, but Anthony Gonzalez, I think, has very big plans over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Very, very big plans. From Ohio, hard worker, went to Stanford, got his MBA. He's like a very intelligent guy. When I was teammates with him, he was always like the smarter guy on the f- I mean, he's just a good guy. And what he did for us today was incredible. Awesome. About a few staff. Really he had a staff. Yeah, like yeah, great people working with him. for him. Bro, I completely forgot. We walked under the tunnels underneath the Capitol, across the street underground to where all the the congressman's uh, offices are and where the senator's offices are. So we're just walking past all this shit. We walk into his office. It was a massive office. There's oh, like, yeah. there's a team of seven. It's a staff of seven. There's a legislature side. There's another side. They got to read all these bills and then pass it through them. We gave them a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they deserved it. <laughs> we came in there and just started clapping for them as loud as we could. Never, ever in the history of fucking parliament has that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Never. We're just screaming. I'm wearing a sleeveless hoodie. Ty looks like he literally just rolled out of bed. Mm-hmm. Foxy's still hung over for fucking four days ago when he showed up <laughs> for the trip, just blacked out. I mean, we were just a terrible-looking group of humans just wandering through. Devin Nunez, I guess, is one of the most powerful guys in the Republican Party, walks by us wearing a suit. 
questionable shoes. I'm gonna be honest. The shoes, mm. unless they were some very impressive shoes that I didn't recognize, but they look like some basic ass, like Walmart. Yeah, I bought them at Kohl's or something. Yeah, yeah. which by the way, saving the people's money. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. He he gave the gun and a wink that Peyton gave me when the red eighteen thing walked by us, and we just looked like a bunch of fucking schlap dicks. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. They had to be mime. I bet you there was meetings today about the meetings about us, <laughs> but th- why the fuck was Gonzo letting us in there? And it's gonna get Gonzo some votes. Either that or we're going to see tomorrow he's been relieved of his duties. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be magical. Absolutely magical. You can already tell by being this far into the podcast that you invested in your happiness today whenever you chose to listen to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You seen on the internet that we were on the road and that this was going to be a very late night in the hotel and you're like, hey, I bet the boys are a little loosey-goosey. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You were right. This is a loosey-goosey show. Mm-hmm. But you know what we get? We give tight tips, guys. Ooh, yeah. Here's a tip. Why don't you invest in your brain? Do it. Why don't you invest in you? Do it now. Why don't you invest in your bank account? Don't Why don't you invest with Robinhood? Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Excuse me. Not just the wealthy. Mm-mm. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with confidence. It's simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. So you're not just going in blind. You're going in there with an app that wants to look out for you. Make it easy to know what you're doing. So if you're new, you're going to feel welcome because you don't have to be a genius to make money with Robinhood. Ain't that right, Connor? That's right. You've been making money with Robin Hood. I mean, I've been raking it in. So, if you're listening, you know one thing. You're smarter than Connor. Even a dummy like Connor can do it. That's what I'm saying. That has to be a boost of confidence. Whenever you listen to the things that come out of this guy's mouth on a regular basis, and you're thinking, I'm definitely smarter than that fucking guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's winning with Robin Hood. So, what does that mean for you? (laughs) You can be winning. Even the dumbass that you just thought all those thoughts about agrees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Robin is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at McAfee.RobinHood.com. That's M-C-A-F-E-E dot RobinHood.com. Robinhood. Free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint. Sign up right now at McAfee.RobinHood.com. Then we traveled to a mega mansion in Virginia, mm-hmm. yeah. got invited to a mega mansion, a former peer of mine at West Virginia University, former student body president mm-hmm. at West Virginia, who has carried me out of the club, I guess, uh, a couple times, <laughs> a few times. He invited us over to- That his- is one of the duties as the president of West Virginia, yeah. the uh, student president. You have to carry Pat out of the bar. <laughs> <it's fucked up. laughs> That's how you won the swung vote. We had a lot to celebrate. <laughs> we had a lot to celebrate when I was there. Yeah? I probably should focus a little bit more, but eh, hindsight's 50-50. Cam Newton said it. So we go to that guy's dad's house, and that guy's like the head alumni, I guess, from WVU. I did not know. I'm not very much in touch with the WVU alumni. I didn't graduate. I didn't even know I was an alumni until tonight. I was told yeah. I was an alumni because I went there. Mm-hmm. Nick, also a WVU alumni because he went there for one year. Yep. yep. If you Thank go you. there, you go there. You guys, man. Look at you guys in one night, huh? Hey, it's crazy. We both learned that. But we showed up at a house that was – it had five chandeliers in it. 
Oh, yeah. it beautiful. Was a, it was a 20,000 square foot Italian chateau, mm-hmm. basically, that yeah. this kid's that They ordered us Domino's pizza. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it was the delicious. The and artwork in that place was surreal. The guy said that they hired an artist who was doing faux brick across the street. They caught him doing the neighbor's house faux brick, fake stuff. They said, do you want to come over here and paint our place? And they let him go nuts, it looked like. And the guy moved in. There was at least 50 paintings in that house. Mm-hmm. It looked like Pablo Picasso took a bunch of fucking Adderall and just started decorating. <laughs> it was incredible. It was it was the most, it was the nicest house. During the day, we're standing on Nancy Pelosi's fucking balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh just overlooking the powers that be. And then like eight hours later, we're in this mega mansion. And then we're back in the Lady Hawk fucking getting passed by a big rig that's oh, definitely God. driven by a method. <laughs> the road is not cut out for people that are soft. I learned that today whenever there was this 18-wheeler that was going 95 miles an hour, <laughs> driving through traffic, weaving through as if they were a fucking IndyCar driver. It was some of the most insane shit. If you hear about a guy driving a red truck in the tri-state area over here, mm-hmm. we seen him and we knew he was going to die. We got him on GoPro. <laughs> yeah. We GoPro his ass. It was he had crazy- glasses and a mullet. It was insane. Uh, so that's what our life has been. Anything else? Did I miss anything? Oh, yeah. We're, we're out on April Fool's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, big time. Nick made me start questioning everything. You say everything is a lie. I, I stayed off Twitter today because you can't trust anything. The, nothing is real today. Justin Bieber said that he and his uh, lady were pregnant. Fake. Yeah. It was fake. Not really. Fake. Brady said he was retiring, and even I didn't like that. I mean, that was just corny. I'm about it. That was a hack thing for Brady. It really, exactly. really was. I, I think Brady's social media presence is one that's impressive. I mean, the cartoons, everything, mm-hmm. he takes it to another level, especially because he's the greatest of all time. So him playing in the internet space. The many men listening to many men. <laughs> exactly. Says, all this is know. good. That little tweet thing that he did to announce his retirement, I'm a tweet on the side, very hacky. That is unbecoming of Tom Brady. Yeah, it's disappointing, really. But, I mean, he got in the, the dad yeah. April Fool's. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. the dad April Fool's thing. Also, great to have him. Welcome to Twitter, Tom. Is Conor McGregor's Chomp Chomp Rosé a real thing? We oh, no, we no don't way. care. No. Justin Bieber's baby, not a real thing. He's getting attacked for not being sensitive. How about that? People start coming after him for not being sensitive. What, enough. to people who uh, can't have kids? or I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know if they started grandstanding. That, they might be on that fucking lawn with them circumcision oh. motherfuckers <laughs> tomorrow. Do, do you think but, Father Damien was a April Fool's joke? By the Capitol? That statue? That had to be. It looked like it. They just threw it in there for that day. <laughs> Father Damien did not deserve that if that is the case. If that motherfucker gets remembered that way, he his family should be pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Son Damien and daughter Damien should be, be having a problem with the way he is being ripped. If you're listening right now, Google Father Damien statue in the house or capital, I guess. Yeah. And imagine if that if you were Father Damien. And you obviously did something great because they were thinking about putting a statue up of you. And that's what it ends up to be. I think it's like it's like Deion Sanders fucking uh, um, mold a can. Oh, the bust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Ronaldo's bust. Oh, Ronaldo's thing. statue was terrible. They're all pretty bad. the same guy. None of them are as bad as Father Damien's. <laughs> yeah, no way. That thing's terrible. Uh, so we're all out on April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sam didn't even send me one like I'm pregnant or anything like that. So I'm kind of proud of Sam. That's good. That's well, awesome. It's a big step. Yeah. Giving up the old jokes. We texted in the morning, and I told her how bad I hate today. I was mm-hmm. like, I hate April Fool's Day. Like, I think it's just stupid. Because always, somebody always say something that's just a little bit too serious, and it makes you go, hey, 
is this real or is this, this would be a good PR spin by like the five o'clock Friday news dump? Mm-hmm. Like an April Fool's Day news, like real news dump. Good idea. That mm. is a great idea. Yeah. yeah, something to think about. Whenever we run for president or whatever, mm-hmm. or whoever runs for president next, no matter what the party is, think about saving the bad shit to come out for April Fool's yeah. Day. Yeah. So it's just kind of fake. You know what I mean? Because that's real. Everybody could be lying to everybody about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just a debate forever. Did, did he actually do that, though? <laughs> How did April Fool's start? Did we look that up? Uh, yep. What is it? Uh, I got it right. Some historians speculate that April Fool's Day dates back to 1582 when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gre- Gregorian. Gregorian calendar. Hey, okay, Nick. Thank Come you. on, Nick. And, but yeah, it basically happened that January 1st, they thought it was April 1st. And then that was like the whole thing. Speculation. I hate what it is because the French are a part of this? Yeah. Uh, we knew Should've it. Should have known. Mm-hmm. We knew it, didn't we? I mean, we absolutely knew the French were going to be a part of something like this. I think kids probably love it. Yeah. I mean, it is a, it's a kid thing. You, you play some pranks, you have some fun. Your dad plays a joke on you. Ah, April Fool's. <laughs> What's your biggest prank? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big prank guy. Yeah, you are. I hope I die on April 1st. <laughs> really? Yeah. So and then come back like April 2nd? Uh, it's like uh, Diggs' theory on Tupac. Yeah, it's forever. Like, uh, Elvis. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, oh, is, it was April Fool. Pat's a tricky guy. He's on an island somewhere. You know, he said he was good, too. It's, it's a Todd. It's a Macomas holiday, April Fool's. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm happy we pranks. were not around Todd. Oh, today. God. I bet he was doing shit all day it's at the office. wrap on every toilet. <laughs> Slipping right off, yeah. pooping on, just pooping on yourself right away. I'm not a big pranks guy, by the way. I don't. It, it's a lot. Did you guys of, do it in the locker room a lot? I was part of a couple. I was just. I was asked to be a part of the group that was doing it, and the group that was doing it was the Illuminati of the team. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll do this for sure with you guys." <laughs> just in by way, in turn, I thought there's no way they'll get me if I do this. But it was kind of fun watching, like professionals do it yeah which is basically if i was to name the list of humans that were doing pranks like the night before training camp ended at training camp i I, it was mind-blowing to me like they showed up at my door and the rule number one was don't open your door so if you get a late night knock do not open the door because they're leaning one of them gigantic garbage cans against your door and since you have all your shit packed it's on the floor so the, the garbage can is just filled with water. You They knock on the door. You open it. That thing just dumps into your room. <laughs> Classic <and it's, sighs> hotel hijinks. Yes. Well, it was a, a dorm room. Yeah, same. Same. So I was asked to do it by some the powers that be, mm-hmm. and they knocked on my door, and I didn't answer it. Didn't answer it. And the person goes, Pat, the fact that you didn't answer it is why we need you to answer. And I was like, no, no. Right? I'm not playing these games. It's no, way. no way. Uh-uh. So then the person put their hand underneath the door and was like, you're good. Mm, it's a fake hand. No, I opened it. Wow. I I opened it. That's bold. I opened it, and they were right, and they are like, come on. Wow. And I was like, here I come. Here we go. I'm in the group. Okay. Which also, by the way, I watch a lot of crime stuff, and, and I, was a, I had a suspicious mind. I thought that meant they were going in my room to do something terrible. Mm. Yeah. But instead, it was the complete opposite. It was uh, me and a couple other rookies' jobs to sprint, and we went into the f- uh, staff dorm. So, like, where, uh, where like, the scouts were and the coaches and shit like that. I didn't even know that we could get in there. So, like, the players <laughs> didn't even really get it. We went straight to the staff and the coaches' dorm. 
And I'm thinking to myself, like, this is a bad idea. And I look around who I'm with. I'm like, I mean, they're not, there's no way they're cutting these guys. <laughs> there's no way. So it's like, all right, we're good. So we are going to get, there's, uh, there's this new, there's this new PR guy on the team. And the PR team had to speak to the team during first day of training camp about like the Colts, what we choose to say, who we talk to, all that stuff, right? Yeah. This guy was not a great public speaker. Not a great public speaker. He public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> really unfortunate. <laughs> he um he was supposed to speak for five minutes. That thing was like 15, 20 minutes long at the end of like a three-hour meeting. So he won over nobody during his day. It was not a good speech either. It was a, he, he even would admit that it was bad. So he became target number one for all the OGs that were that I was with. So we go over, and to fill up the garbage can, you're not going to carry it from one dorm room to the other. you got to fill it up in the shower in the dorm. So we go into the coaches' fucking shit, into the staff, into that thing. We go into the dorm room, and we just turn on a shower, okay? Dorms are pretty close to each other, so you just hear a... Just turn on like 1 a.m., okay? <laughs> Curfew's like 10 or 11. This thing's wide open and we're all just standing in the individual shower stalls i believe i'm standing in the one with the garbage can obviously oh yeah and bill polian walks in to brush his teeth so bill polian's like about to go to bed <laughs> he walks in to brush his teeth in the the showers are like around the corner so that you could we poked our head out and saw him and everybody like poke and watching like these guys who are mega millionaires like hiding in the thing <laughs> was awesome like, like we're all hiding in there bill polian's like just brushing his teeth and man that guy he did the entire like how long you're supposed it was mm -hmm. a long brush and at this point that garbage can is filling up pretty high but i can't just turn off the shower because bill Pollen's going to talk to whoever was in there you mm -hmm. know hey little late night conversation so i just kept it running and that thing just started overflowing so now it's like a leaking sound coming out of it and it sounds like it's hitting a pond so it's oh. like <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's peeing. Yeah, sounds like not, it all sounds like somebody has an incredible piss just coming down. So he finally leaves. We have to dump a couple out, but now we got to wait for him to get back to his room. He wasn't the fastest walker. He had bad hips. And um, we roll that thing over. We we carry that thing over to the guy's, uh, the guy's dorm room, and, and you do the classic lean. And I was not called upon to do the knock and running part because I guess punter, I was – being stereotyped i couldn't be fast oh. enough huh. so we waited in the in the stairwell which was like two doors down and a very fast wide receiver that was drafted in the same class as me was doing the knocking so he goes boom 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 and then he comes and runs the stairwell you want to listen right you want to hear that thing crash because i mean what's all the work for here i mean we almost got caught mm -hmm. by napoleon i was carrying this bucket of water at one point i mean at least we're gonna stick around for it yep you need that pow yeah and we hear a what from the room so it's like all right gotta send out another bait out there you know what i mean so he goes back same guy goes back boom 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 come running back he goes why one <laughs> gotta go back <laughs> goes back and knocks again boom 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 and it, he turns the corner in the stairwell you hear the door open open and you're just push. <laughs> then you hear a loud help <laughs> It was, the saddest, <laughs> it was the saddest thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life. We sprint down. They obviously hear the door open. We go running out. You just watch all the lights on the dorm just come pop, 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 flying on. It was like I felt like a 12-year-old again, you know? And it was that moment of that true help 
Like, I heard real panic in there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to be a part of this again. <laughs> I'm not going to do this ever again. I feel terrible. So I went to bed, um, and I guess there was another crew doing the same thing. And they did, like, six of the rookies, like, back to back to back to back. Like, same, like, all the same floor right next to each other. And we wake up the next morning, and there's, like... 14 to 15 uh, cleaning ladies there just mopping the floors <laughs> below. Oh, oh. So they're mopping the flo- floors below. They're like cleaning it up, miserably mad, right? I'm just walking by like, oh, have a good day. <laughs> and we get out to the field and Jim Caldwell's like, we flooded the door. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys, can you guys not do that? And I, like in my head, I'm like, oh, "What's Jim going to do? Does Jim have any idea who any of these people are that are doing it? Like, what is he going to do? Because I know the crew that I was with. There ain't nothing Jim Caldwell's going to do. I can tell you that right now. And uh, he was just like, "Let's just move on and let's never do that again because the Colts have to pay for an entire redo of about a floor." And we're like, everybody's like, "All right, let's get to it." You know, <laughs> everybody just acted as if it didn't happen, and we just kept it moving. And it was literally that was. I'm like, this is why I hate pranks. It always ends up terrible. But that moment of like knock, 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 and then him hiding, I felt like a 12 year old again. Like whenever we were doing something very dumb, and it was yeah. like that moment of like, oh my god, what's it gonna happen? Oh my god, is he gonna oh, push? Help! Yeah, he did it. He did it. <laughs> and watching all the lights turn on. That's the only thing I was ever a part of. Literally, because they didn't believe in Peyton Manning was very adamant about not hazing. Very adamant. Because he was like, if you look at the great teams, normally they have big time contributions from rookies. So the last thing we want to do is just make them think that they they hate, they don't want to come to work there. It was a very adamant and against hazing thing. And at WVU, there wasn't much hazing either. I mean, I we 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 had to do a, a freshman show. We had to sing, and then that was it. I've never really been a part of any pranks. Didn't or somebody ship somebody's car somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Yep, oh. I was about that. I was I was in the middle of that. Oh, I was involved in that. <laughs> oh, so you were. That was the same particular evening, though. Oh, okay. oh well, then yeah. So. That was the same particular evening. It just wasn't as big of a deal. They and I was. I actually wasn't even like a part of that, but I did see it happening. So I like walked in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, this is awesome. And uh, somebody took one of the coach's cars. Said coach was also new. And was ruffling some feathers around the team. Okay, okay. wasn't wasn't beloved by everybody yet. Okay, so he came in a little strong. Everybody ended up very much liking him, but he came in a bit strong. And there was a lot of people that are like this fucking guy. <laughs> so they get his car, and there's like a quad. So where the coach's dorm was that we were running out of at that time um, was to one side. Then the the players' dorms were on one side, and then there was like the gym was on one side. So it really like a quad. Like whenever Will Ferrell's like, you're a quad. <laughs> like I never knew what that meant <laughs> until we got to this place, Anderson University. So they brought his car. Somehow somebody got in his room, got his keys from him. I think it was one of those cleaning ladies that had to mop for like fucking oh. 48 hours. Get his keys, move his car into the middle of the quad. They dump... 
I don't know how many things of shipping peanuts in there, but it was the entire thing was packed to the gills. And then they saran wrapped the entire car, like with like 10 saran wrap things, like up and down and underneath and all around, right? The whole thing. So the next morning, I see those people mopping, and then I walk it through the quad, and I see the fucking car there, and I'm just laughing like, this is the NFL, man. This is crazy. <laughs> so then, uh, obviously, there was not even a word said by Jim Caldwell about the car, by the way. It was just like, guys, we flooded the fucking thing. Like, <laughs> can we not do that? So it was, it was a coach that I worked with, and um, he was obviously visually distraught, you know? And I was like, what's wrong, man? He was like lost my car and i was like what's that he was called the cops like three four times lost my car i was like call him back i found it (laughs) i was like like, it's in the middle of the quad and you're not gonna like the way it looks (laughs) and he was like what does that even mean i was like have you really not seen it he was like no i was like i mean it's in the middle of the quad you're gonna see it but call the cops back because everybody has found that thing <laughs> he was like, uh, he was. He got mad. Like he got upset. He walked over, like straight from where we were, right over to it, saw it, and just like cold shouldered every single human after practice. Like he was not happy about it. And it was from that, and then the flooding. I think it was like that day. Literally, the compound. I was like, I, I can't. This shit's not worth it. <laughs> shit's not worth it. That guy. I, 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 he almost like. You could tell it really hurt his soul that yeah. we did that. Not we. Well. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. <laughs> I did. I didn't do it. If I took credit, they'd get pissed off. Somebody else took credit for it, actually, and they got their push. They got their room push. (laughs) So I don't want to take credit for it. I did not. (laughs) I did not do it because it was genius. Everybody. I mean, that was the first one where everybody walked out and was just like so happy. Like everybody on the team was genuinely happy. Everybody. They didn't know whose whose car was because it was wrapped so thick. They just knew that it was a car. Jeez. He knew it was an SUV. Like it, that is definitely an SUV, but I we can't tell you which one it is. It was amazing, but somebody took credit for it on their uh, social media, and it was seen on the, on somebody else's social media, not mine, not mine. No, I did, I did, I fucking as soon as I heard that what was brewing, I got immediately went up to bed. I was like, I'm out of here. Um, but that guy ended up getting. Garbage, garbage can. can. You gotta pay the price. When that was over, it was over. The garbage canning was over, and then he took credit. Ba 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 ba. And then it was, it was a wild scene, man. It was a lot of drama. Tony, it was a lot of drama. That's why I don't do the games. That's the why prank just, wars escalate quickly. Yeah. Well, I don't know why people enjoy them too. Like, I don't like the look over the shoulder situation. Like Justin Bieber offended a lot of people with that little joke. Mm-hmm. Of his. Yeah. <laughs> why though? Why is anybody offended by Justin Bieber saying they're fake pregnant? Who cares? It's a fucking April Fool's Day, you know? Don't be a rube. See it coming. Oh, come on, guys. Have some respect for the fetus, all right? And oh, for yourself. Oh, oh, you're talking about Justin Bieber? Yeah. What fetus? It's a fake fetus. It's an April Fool's fetus. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a metaphorical fetus. Come on. Have some respect. Mm-mm. No, it's not. <laughs> it was a joke of a fetus. It's a, it's a joking metaphorical fetus. I mean, this is just this is 2019. This is normal. <laughs> he, he was trending number one on Twitter. For people bashing him for it. We live in a bad society. Yeah, it's I mean, tough. It's, it's tough. I bet you're enjoying this show. <laughs> you know, you did your research on this show and knew it was going to be good whenever you clicked on it. With the description that Ty put together, it read as clear as day, this is going to be a good one. 
Let me tell you about a site that does the same exact thing for your betting habits and your betting decisions. It's the Action Network. Oh, let's go. The Action Network is an in-depth, informative sports gambling website that not only lets you know why you should bet on something, but how much you should be betting on something. Mm -hmm. They track sharp money, which is where all the smart people who have been gambling for decades and decades and decades and decades and made a living off it where their money's going. They tell you trends. They tell you where you want to be and how the house will win. They'll also write deep, in-depth reports about why you should feel confident in your pick. This player does this on certain nights. This guy does this on certain nights. This team wears this particular set of uniform when they travel to this city and they tend to do this. All these things are found at Action Network. And right now at Action Network, you can follow along with all of us and all of our decision-making. Like Todd McComas right now, he's been treating the Action Network as if it's his private detective job. Mm. He's been reading through everything, and he's on a heater. Follow Todd McComas. I like to go with the gut. You know, how are people going to be feeling? Like Michigan State right now, I honestly believe that Yellat situation where the whole world came down on Izzo, his team decided to rally around him, and that's the reason why they're probably going to win this whole goddamn thing because the whole team is coming together for one cause, and that is one man, and that is the coach to the Izzo. Me to the Izzo. Not guilty. Y'all got to feel me. That's the rest of those words to that particular song. Coach Izzo probably doesn't know that because Coach Izzo loves basketball. All yellow. Go to HTTP colon forward slash forward slash getaction.app forward slash pat and track me today. That is HTTP colon forward slash forward slash getaction.app forward slash pat today. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash get action dot app forward slash pat follow me i only pick the heaters you guys know that mm-hmm. and i might not be as active as some people but when i pop up in there hey take it hey hey carson edwards green light cuzzy we going <laughs> action http colon forward slash forward slash get action dot app forward slash pat today those two so people out there protesting <laughs> circumcision, like, hey, how about the bottles in Indianapolis? Can you fucking put, hey, how about this? One day, you two, instead of setting up these five, like, foreskin signs, can we just get some fucking Indianapolis pothole signs? Like, how about you guys just start switching things? Like, let's just start working for everybody here. There are so many real issues to be upset about and like, waste your time and energy on. Seriously. What did they say? Not your body not your right or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I think it was like, not your body, not your right, it said on the sign. The baby that you conceived and gave birth to. Like, look at you the fuck out. I don't, you know what? Are bedtimes a no-go? Like, can we not do bedtimes anymore? Because it's not my body, not my right. Mm. Not your room, not your choice. Oh, wow. I'll tell you what. Not a bad little... I respect what these little young motherfuckers are cooking yeah. up. <laughs> Just like nothing can happen to them. Like, listen, you can't do that to me. No way. You don't. Oh. Oh, you're saying I did wrong? No, you did wrong for saying I did wrong. Because I'm allowed to do whatever I want to do. Because it's not your body. It's not your right. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to just cook. I don't have kids now all of a sudden. Yeah, well, my kids should know that if I want to clip the tip of your penis off with garden shears, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. You're going to be a terrible dad. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> garden shears. He'll thank me down the line.
All right, so we had a pretty wild fucking day. Yeah. Wild day. Uh, we drove with Baron Corbin from Hershey to D.C. The highlights of that conversation. Baron Corbin, kayfabe, real-life Tom Pestock, offensive lineman for the Indianapolis Colts. Our, we were rookies together. Then he went to the Arizona Cardinals, and then he went to Orlando. Anyways, he and I are very close friends. Not very close. We are close friends, though. Mm-hmm. Close friends. Like, uh, And he's one of the most hated guys in WWE right now. I think that is, I could say that. But real heat. I think he's actually Got hated. real heat. A six-year-old in Hershey, I think, told him to go fuck himself. Like, oh, actual yeah. words. <laughs> a six-year-old is like, fuck this guy. He's hated by everybody, which is good for WWE, by the way. But he's an old friend of mine, so I, I mean, I, I put some real questions out there for him. That'll be at the end of the show. Other things happen in the world. How about, and I don't even want to get into it, because this guy... Was the face of consistency, wasn't he? Yeah. The face of consistency, and then he went on a vacation to South Beach. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then something happened. The sun was too close to the equator. Mm. Something happened, and he started getting on the wrong escalators that were just going out of buildings with clear signs. Oh. He started leaving multi-thousand-dollar items just in random restaurants and then forgetting mm. them. Mm. He started doing all of these things, and then for the... This nine-day road trip, road to WrestleMania, he decided to do a a 10-hour bender right before it, which was only ahead of a 12-hour bender the night before that. So 22-hour bender (laughs) basically coming into a nine-day trip whenever his videos are massive. They're they're mad, they, like they're a pretty big part of the big whole, part of the operation. They're, they're the reason why we're going on the trip. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Hey, we got big nine days coming. I'm gonna show up fucked up, drunk. I'm gonna sober up on the first flight to Charlotte. Hopefully, not enough, and then on that, maybe that second one and go to work. And he's been great ever since. We just thought it was a wild decision. And by we, I mean me. And I was like, uh, wild decision. I pounded him. I almost sent him home. I almost sent him home. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going on a road trip for nine days expecting you to be at full strength. Here you are coming in after 20. But you know what saved him? What's that? I could see it go through his entire body. And this guy I'm talking about is Evan Fox. I could see his entire body come back to life. When Michigan State beat Duke. Oh. <laughs> it was awesome. It was it not unbelievable? It was incredible. He could barely talk. He he, he became the ugliest human of Bunkstar Group, which <laughs> is hard to do because he's, he's, he's the best-looking guy probably in Indianapolis. And when he showed up after that 22-hour fucking bender, he looked like a meth head, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Ty, he did. You saw him. We looked him right in the eye. This guy looked like a fucking what? meth head. Yeah, bags under his eyes, down to his jaw. <laughs> Oh, I was nice. like, yo, pick it up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, tie those things up to your fucking eyeballs. That's where you're supposed to be. And you're only 23 years old. What did you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> His voice was so deep because he couldn't. He was screaming, I think, the entire night. He might have been at fucking Ultra down there in Miami. He oh, might have been down oh, there. No. It sounded as if he might have been it's down spot. there. Well, he was, yeah, it's Miami. He would have, maybe Miami goes Fox. back and double, double dutches the triple stamp. Miami 2.0. <laughs> this fucking guy. So Michigan State beats Duke, though, and all of a sudden he's a whole new animal. He's back, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. There's no way that Zion should be out of the tournament right now. Uh, I mean, that was Tom Izzo. It was Izzo. Coach Izzo. Hey, Izzo's a great coach, huh? Yeah. How about the entire thing, the entire storyline, 
us included, because it fucked over the second half over, yeah, was about how Tom Izzo's coaching doesn't match up with the current climate of sport. And here we are saying that Izzo outcoached fucking Coach K, right? I mean, he, you have three McDonald's All-Americans versus a couple guys from Michigan State. You have what people are saying is the greatest college basketball prospect in the history of college basketball on one team, and he's not even the number one prospect on the team. Another guy named R.J. Barrett's on that team. And then you have five guys on the other side. And somehow Coach K just gets completely outcoached by Coach Izzo, and this is the guy whose coaching style wasn't good enough for our, our thing. I think this is quite a reality check for society here, this whole thing. I, I believe Coach Izzo proved a lot of people wrong. A lot of people were rooting for him to fail after that. Yeah, yelling, probably. Yelling. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, he, he could have chosen a different method to coach. This is not a good look for Tom Izzo. And then here he is in the fucking Final Four, and Michigan State fans get to be happy whenever they say, go green. Go white. Racist shit like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Everywhere. You can't just be screaming, go white everywhere. Uh, Michigan State's got to feel good about your chances. Yeah, you know, Texas Tech looks like a really good team. They are. They got to play Texas Tech. But Connor brought up a great point. This is in Minneapolis, Big Ten country. A lot of fans from MSU will travel for that. Uh, Texas Tech, they haven't been there in a while, so I assume they'll travel right. Patrick Mahomes will be there, though. Patty oh, Mahomes yeah. will definitely oh. be there. I saw him tweet it. Watch will out Cliff maybe, too? Well, if Cliff Kingsbury goes, I mean, they got no shot. I mean, that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, not very good at Texas Tech, but he was a first-round draft pick in the NFL. Yep. I mean, he got plucked out of a college system to go. I mean, that guy got called up early, so he's a Texas Tech rep. The only, the only thing Michigan State could hope to answer with is Evan Foxy. Oh. You know... The fact that you actually said, like, I didn't come to life until after they won that game is actually the most true thing ever. Yeah, I, yeah, everything I, I said know. was true. Uh, I, I just want to let it be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah everything yeah. they said there was true. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah, very yeah, true, yeah, yeah, true. yeah. But you guys shut up a dreadle in there. I um. Yeah, this <laughs> morning ordered a beer like 10 a.m. 11 a.m. That part, not true. That part, not true. It was Monday morning, Fox. It was unbelievable. I didn't know it was that noticeable how alive I became, though. Yeah, you woke oh, yeah. up. You came back to life. Yeah. It was a big moment because nobody on earth thought it was going to happen. Yeah, no one on earth thought it how was going to happen. How did they lose? Kenny Goins was the guy that made the go-ahead shot, walk-on, and was guarding Zion the whole time. So kind of a cool little story there. I think Zion's going to be better when he gets out of Coach K's system. I agree, actually. Yeah. He'll be better than that. I'm excited yeah. for him to go to the NBA and th them just kind of let him learn his game. Colin Cowherd said that he would trade right now LeBron for Zion. Well, by the way, not a bad thing because LeBron's not playing, so Zion would at least play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, hey, at least you're picking something up there. Yeah. LeBron getting benched for the rest of the season. I'll be excited to see how he bounces back. He literally chose to take a mental vacation this year. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. it was just a, a complete mental vacation. LeBron just decided to, you know what? I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> when we started with this team, I thought maybe we're going to be good this year. You know, we brought in a couple people that I had in my history that are like, hey, Lance Stevenson plays good defense against me. Maybe we'll be able to take a shot this year since we didn't land any other big names. We'll bring in old Rondo. He'll do some shit. Lonzo's ball's dad. We'll tell him to shut the fuck up. Yep. This is what LeBron said at the beginning of the season. We're going to be a good team. I'm going to be able to put this team on my back. I'm going to be able to enjoy myself. 
Now, he was coming from Cleveland. He had done this in Miami before. Had Dwayne Wade on the team, though, who wanted to very much win right now. And Bosch. It was a, a, a decision to go there, and we're going to win now. It wasn't a question mark, which L.A. was. It was a question. First time ever, people were very questionable of, hey, if LeBron does it with this team, he is unbelievable. They, they've said it every year he goes, by the way. Outside of the Miami teams. They said, he gets out to L.A., though, after living in Cleveland for a year. Okay? And I love Dog Pond. But when you go to L.A., you, you literally get there and you're like, man, this place is fucking unbelievable. The weather is perfect every single day. It is a perfect day outside. You know how when you go outside and there's a little bit of sun, you're like, oh, this feels good. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like this. It's every single day. You know whenever the rain comes and there's like snow, you're like, oh, you know what? Want to cuddle up, kind of watch a movie, maybe take a nap. That's what you say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that... L.A., that is, I love naps. I'm a cuddle-up guy. But as soon as that sun comes up, I'm probably going outside to do something. L.A. is a vacation every single day of your life. LeBron gets there. They start to suck. They're not winning. He looks in every one of their eyes in the locker room and goes, nope, 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 we ain't got it this year. He starts hammering wine, hammering tequila, and just decides, you know what? I've been working my ass off for like the last 13 years. This one's just going to be for me. I'm going to take a break this year. I'm going to show up drunk to games. I'm going to play drunk. It's going to be an L.A. fitness-like motherfucking game. <laughs> uh-huh. I am going to play drunk a couple games. And then next year, coming off this big break, I think the NBA is in trouble. This guy is taking an actual break for the first time in a long time. I'll say this. I'm usually the last person to stick up for this guy. It probably deserves a break, Whoa, right? What is it? Eight straight finals? Oh, well, and not even that. 75 different TV shows that he has executive produced. <laughs> yep. Not on the internet. On NBC, CBS, HBO, this guy has shows on there everywhere. Everywhere. This guy does everything. Built a school. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Built a school. A lot of questions on the money, where the main money Pachuzma. came from. There it is. A lot of, oh, interesting. There a lot is. of questions on the money, but at least, hey, good vision, though. Hey, yeah. still his vision to do it. This guy's been great for a long time. He saw that he was going to suck. He's like, hey, listen, LA, I mean, I'll win you guys next year. I'm just going to take this one off. I think he's drunk. I think he's drunk just like it's a vacation for you and I, and I think he's just enjoying it. You think this offseason is uh, AA? I think there's a chance he has to check into something slow down. No, he'll disappear. He'll go to he'll go to zero Braun 30 or whatever Ooh, the fuck yeah. it is. Zero Braun AA. Yeah, in the offseason, he'll be like, listen, you guys all saw me during the regular season. It was my offseason. Now i got to get back into actual basketball playing games where I can't just let a ball roll down the court completely and just roll out of bounds. <laughs> or roll down the court, pick it up about halfway through a quarter. Full shot clock out there, and just as, without even looking for anybody else, as soon as I pick it up, just huck it up a fucking brick, or maybe just stand in the corner, act like I'm gonna hit a fade on a guy, throw up an air ball, or shoot an air ball at a free throw because I'm the world's greatest <laughs> basketball player. I'm gonna shoot a free throw air ball because this is LA Fitness, and I don't give a fuck right now. I'm on vacation, and that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I think Zion's gonna come in and win over a lot of people in ESPN. I think Zion's gonna win over ESPN, which LeBron has had as his. Everything. Yeah, his back pocket. Absolutely. That one guy's made an entire career traveling around. Wendy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Brian. He made an entire Wind career. Horse. But mm-hmm. now Zion's a shiny new toy. This yeah. guy can, he's 280 pounds. He can jump, hit his head off the backboard. Mm-hmm. Zion's going to help the NBA a lot. I'm happy the ladies are not like bringing him down anymore. Oh, yeah. You mean like when he Snapchats him and stuff? Yeah. No new ones have came out since the Good. last couple. That's a shame. He's not going to trust anybody forever. Zion Williamson is not going to be able to. This is like fucking. No one can anymore. I don't think anybody can. If you, if you ever plan on being anything, mm-hmm. you you can't. But this is like the child star syndrome thing, which right. with Zion. Yes. But this is the internet version of it because 
he's been famous for so long. He can't do anything. What, he texted a girl, like, come over or something? And yeah. she screenshot it, and some dude was like, oh, got him. It's like, not really. I don't, like, I don't think you got him at all. He's an 18-year-old kid who's a star, and he's in college. And I'm going to guess he was uh, attempting to have sexual relations. Yeah. Oh, no. I yeah, he was. That he did have sexual relations. What? Love, oh, though. Love. He's looking for love. Yes. Of course. I would assume Zion's looking for love, just like everybody is. Mm. But he can't even do that anymore. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yep. I'd bet that this is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> That's what I would do. And if I was going to bet that, I'd bet it at one site and one site alone. That's mybookie.ag. You can gamble on everything there. NCAA basketball, Final Four is happening. Go ahead and bet on Michigan State. We told you that earlier. Go read Action Network. We told you that earlier. They're probably going to go. Go ahead and bet on them. You want to bet on hockey? Go ahead and bet on hockey. How is hockey, Nick? Hockey's the best, Pat. That's hockey talk. <laughs> bet on hockey. You can bet on politics, reality TV. You can bet on anything in mybookie.ag, and that's why it's the greatest sports gambling site on earth. You use promo code PAT right now, you get a 50% bonus on your first deposit up to $1,000. Yep. 50% bonus. Hello. That's like hitting a scratch off and winning 50% of the money you put in the first place. All the way up to $1,000. Congratulations. You're already a winner. Go to Action Network. Read up on it. Boom. You're winning more. Follow me at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash get action. Forward slash. Pat. Pat. <laughs> Mybookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code bad. <laughs> 50% bonus on your first deposit. Let's go. These companies keep us in business. We hope you choose to do your business with these companies. We thank you so much. Let's have a goddamn day. It is 102, by the way. The show isn't over. The show isn't over. We record the ads at the end. Ty is going to be up until fucking 5.36 a.m. doing this. Yeah, don't expect the podcast to be coming out at 3.30. <laughs> Let's all send Ty some T's and P's today. Okay, let's send him some T's and P's. And go bet at my bookie. Cheers. How about Duke, though? Just cashing in with Zion for a year. Like, they benefited so much more. Uh, they made him likable. Duke is now likable. True. So maybe to an, a younger recruit, maybe the next Zion, whoever in the number one is, instead of going straight to Calipari, who just signed a lifetime contract, <laughs> respect. <laughs> respect. I see no way that could go wrong. But yeah, this is like the, um, I don't want to say Jim Trestle. Maybe like Jim Trestle. Was Jim Trestle forced out because of tattoos? I think so. Yeah. So it's not like the Jim Trussell. Up later role, yeah. It's not like the Jim Trussell then. It's like uh, Joe Paterno. Mm -hmm. This is like Joe Paterno. Nebraska. But it wasn't, yeah, but without the Sandusky. It was like he refused to stop coaching. Exactly. Like, what if Calipari just refuses to stop at some point? Right. Maybe he's got like seven, eight different <laughs> scandals underneath his belt at this point. And it's not that big of a deal anymore, though. So it's just a couple game suspensions. And he's like, yeah, I don't I still want to coach you. You guys signed a deal. I did, too. Lifetime, bro. Till death do us part. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Good for him getting that deal. Coach K, I understand he's well-revered and his teams have always been damn good and he's the most successful basketball coach aside from that guy from UConn women's basketball team. Mm -hmm. I understand all that stuff, but I feel like you got Zion Williamson on your team playing against a bunch of Evan Foxes out there. You cannot lose. You cannot lose. That I game. agree. You should I think get you're onto something with this. Was, I really do. Was Zion off? Like, did he have a bad game? No. 
No, I no. mean, mm. I think Izzo. Izzo just outcoached him. Like, it, it comes down to Izzo. That's well, a tough for Nick was the one that said this, too. Zion, in the three games they lost this year, didn't touch the ball in the last minute. And that's all coaching, in my you, opinion. You know who this reminds Oh, boy. Neighbors just banged on the thing. They're not happy. Yeah, that's yeah. probably WWE people, to be honest, flooding in. Oh, yeah. They could be arriving right yeah, now. Yeah, that's definitely. They will be on the show. Floor two. Ain't nobody down here. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't this. This is me and the roadies. They're good people, though. Great people. Um, Purdue's coach. Painter. Carson Edwards had one of the most ridiculous basketball games I've ever seen at any level. NBA, Harlem Globetrotters, and one basketball, high school basketball, (laughs) NCAA. That was some of the most impressive basketball I've ever seen. And then they, for some reason, Matt Painter decided for like a couple of series to take the ball out of his hands Mm -hmm. and throw it down inside, like slow the game down. It's like, yo, I've seen, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the video game. Coach Painter, but when that motherfucker fires on the ball, you can throw that shit up from anywhere. Hey, Carson could have threw that thing up from anywhere. He was hitting step back NBA threes that looked like we're getting blocked. He hit a bank. He hit a bank at one point. Like that, you know, bank was open. Do you know how wild a miss a bank is? Mm -hmm. That is a wild miss. Way too strong. Way too off. And that fell as soon as that happens. Coach Painter should have been like, "All right, so we're gonna run." We're just going to go ahead and get you other four guys. Just go ahead and stand off to the fucking side. Carson, do whatever you got to do because that was an incredible run. A lot of people said he made a lot of money. I'd assume so. I assume that's how people make money, right? He's have a big March Madness. Oh, yeah. It was like a, yeah, it was a Steph Curry-esque run. Like Curry blew up in March when he got big, really. He didn't have a big... He was the first player since Steph Curry to win most outstanding player of like his region for a losing team. So like that hasn't happened in well, close to 10 years yeah, or something. 2008, I think. And he is just a, a baller. Straight ice cold killer, that guy. He just had to look, and his people were joking with him too, which I respect. He seems like he's pretty cool, calm, understood the the situation. But man, I've never felt that way on a basketball court before. Like, I, I that that has to be a lot of fun when you can just fucking close your eyes and just huck that thing, and it's gonna fall. And that has to be a cool feeling for you. Absolutely, it's good for him, man. Ryan Klein. Nice little run for the kid. Yeah, absolutely. Nice little run for the kid. I enjoyed watching Purdue. Yeah, they had a fun team. I got I got a couple Purdue people because I tweeted about it. They mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, you're gonna be a bandwagon fan?" Oh. I was like, "Yeah, I guess, man. I don't know. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch college basketball. I'm really impressed by Purdue. I I got a lot of people that followed me that I think are Purdue fans as well. So I'm gonna definitely let them know that hey, what I just saw was fucking awesome. That was an awesome game. Right. Uh, hey, man, do you want me to root for your team or not? All right. No, but it's not even about that. He came right after my fanhood. Like, that real uh, question was like, yeah, I'm not. Like, listen, I'm going to let you know right to your, right now. I wish I could crawl through this goddamn Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Zero characters. Actually, yeah. let's make it two characters. You and me. I'm going to look at you and Ooh. I'm going to say, yeah, dog. Like, I'm a, I'm a WVU fan. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. Coach Bob Huggins got like eight, nine DUIs. Real fucking G. And they used to win a lot until this <laughs> last year. I'm a, And that's where I went to school. I'm a WVU fan. But I'll tell you what. Purdue, congratulations. You just became number two. I'll tell you that. <laughs> fun team to watch. You're, 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 you're a fun team, team to watch. You're here. But I'll tell you what. If IU makes a run next year, guess what? Guess what? Oh. Hey, if IU and Purdue make a run next year, oh. guess what? Hey. I'm a fan of both teams. Wow. Hey, let's go. I like the state of Indiana being happy. There you go. But I like good basketball. What Carson Edwards was doing was fucking awesome. Yeah. I liked him a lot, man. Dan Dockett's a big fan of their team, too. 
I heard him hyping him up. If we go back to his interview on this show, how did he do? Uh, Yale miss. I know that. Uh, you know, that was number one. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody got a lot wrong, right? This was a great year for the book. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Lang just got crushed, says Ty, who just checked the stat sheet. That's very good. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of losing gamblers this year in, in March Madness. I think so. Is that a standard thing? I mean, it's, it's tough to be a winner in March. That happens every year. Everyone, oh, my bracket's busted. Yeah. I'm not even talking about that, though. I'm talking about like, sports gambling. Well, I think that's the thing is that every year people are looking to bet on that underdog and see who's going to win. But this year it was all chalk. I mean, it was high seeds going. Not really, the and then everything changed here at the end. Yeah, right. exactly at the elite eight. Yeah. So it literally ran how they thought it was going to run, and then when all the big money's on the line mm-hmm. for like the. Hey, by the way, as a guy who thinks the student human athletes should be student human, let's figure out some way to be paid athletes. Mm-hmm. That's a real shame that the Duke isn't in, and that the ratings might not be as high. It's a real mm. shame that Zion can't bring an extra shame. 10, 15 million viewers just strictly because he's because the student humans that are competing, they won the game fair and square. So it's a real shame that 15, 20, maybe 30 million less people will be watching for the ETBSs. They stuff. had a chance to have Duke, North Carolina, uh, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and Michigan State all in there. And they only got you Michigan just State. threw Michigan State in there? Yeah, yeah it's an elite <laughs> program. They only got one of them. Zion doesn't come back next what, year. Right? What's he got? Another month or two of classes? Does he have to ride that out? No, no you're no, done. done. See you later. What are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know the NBA draft rules. Like, does he actually have to show up for classes? No. no. Ben, ben Simmons went to I think three classes at LSU. Yeah. I can't knock him, man. As soon as that football season was over, I was that was done. As soon as I was declared eligible for that senior bowl, they were like, oh, maybe you take this last semester and graduate. Uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> they were all so nice. Every All of my like, counselors that I went through, because there was different counselors for like communications and then for this sociology school and all these things. Mm-hmm. Man, they were all so nice, and they tried so hard. They did. They all tried so hard to motivate me to go to all these classes. <laughs> I just don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do the classes. We met a guy at the airport who was an architect. He went to nine years of schooling to be an architect that he is, and then three years of internship or something like that, like 12 years of learning how to Could do something. Oh my God. Could you imagine being that committed? That would be awesome. I don't even know how you'd – I'd be a pianist for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would know. Uh, I would fucking be a pianist for sure because you got to study it for a long time before you get good. I would be pianisting all over town. I'd guitar too probably mm-hmm. if I had that type of thing. But how do you stay committed? We need them. Obviously, we need people that can do that. I just right. don't understand their brains that can do it. Zito, die, he doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know that we're talking about architects. Imagine, <laughs> Imagine somebody who is – who is who is a Zito of the friend group, but he went to twelve years of like schooling to become a professional something. Smart Zit. What's that? A smart Zit. Smart Zit, heel Zit, pun Zit, regular Zit. Road trip. Road trip Zit. Oh yeah. Zito. I have MPD. Multiple personality disorder. Mm. Yep. That's it. What did you did you watch one Dr. Phil clip on Instagram? <laughs> I did. It was very good though. That's really what it sounded like. <laughs> it sounded like you watched a Dr. Phil. Ins- By the way, Dr. Phil's on Instagram. He doesn't pay us to say this. You should follow. 
Which is on Instagram now? Yeah, Duck Phil's on Instagram. He did uh, April Phil's Day today. Oh. <laughs> Which, by the way, I am in on. April yeah. Phil's Days. Because CFO Phil could get in on April Phil's Days. And I'm all about April Phil's Days. April Phil's Days were out. I'm in on April Phil's mm-hmm. Days. Um, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy thing. Just out of nowhere in 2019, a famous rapper just gets gunned down right in front of his store. There was a shooting at his funeral. No way. And two, a couple people got hit by cars trying to flee. Yeah, I just read about it. That's insane. Okay, we just talked about people that can study for 12 hours or, or for 12 years to do something. Think about the people that can just show up at a funeral with a gun and just like, yeah, I'm going to go shoot somebody for sure. I'm going to go shoot somebody for sure. Uh, I'm guessing it was, I'm or almost positive it's gang-related violence just because he was big uh, trying to like find a way to like make their community safer like I, I think i saw a tweet that said he was supposed to meet with like some legislators the next day to talk about like cleaning up the area and oh uh, man yeah it's too bad terrible i saw a video on instagram live i sent it to you guys oh yeah, it was some, oh, like, yeah. the guy who said he did it yeah mm-hmm. i have no idea if that's true or not we were we get we got in dc very late so i got to actually watch the entire nipsey hustle like press almost go through all the way through the night and there was this one ig live video that started where old guzzy was just yelling at the camera saying he just did it and he's on the run i'll be excited to see if it's that guy or if that if that becomes a thing that's very dumb by the way if you millennials just start taking credit for murders and stuff like you're a terrorist group what the fuck are you guys doing it's 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 this april fool's day stuff oh you're saying Nah, it was before April Fool's no, Day. No, it was wasn't March it? 31st. No, I'm the same situation, though. How April Fool's Day has slowly decided to be terrible. People have decided, you know what? Maybe when people die, I'll go ahead and take credit for it. Get some clout. Oh, oh my God. That's what terrorist groups used to do. Yes. Literally, yeah. terrorist groups used to do that. That makes sense, though. It was, I can't believe it happened, though. He seemed to be tight with everybody. Everybody I followed had some sort of connection oh, yeah. with Nipsey Hussle. And it was like, that's insane to me. That's very crazy to me. Good for him. I mean, not good for him that he died, but good for him living a life that really affected people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's something awesome, man. You know? That's sad, though. I didn't know about him. I, I like to like study up on artists and stuff. Because I wasn't a huge fan of him, but like, he was, I guess, like real tech-savvy and Jim was like opening up a stem cell center and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, really? super yeah. smart. He was man. way beyond just the music. He World lost that, a good guy. He was at that Texas Tech game, too, the night before, oh, yeah. cheering yeah. on Texas Tech when mm-hmm. they cut down the... Well, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Um, I never met him, but people that I have met that have met him say nothing but great things. So it's just, I wish I would have, man. Rest in peace. Uh, anything else happened in the world? I don't think so. Just Tiger. Oh, Tiger's back, by the way. Tiger. That that little uh, underneath the bushes. Yeah, he takes a knee, <laughs> inverted wedge underneath the bushes. By the way, I enjoyed calling the golf. Some people started tweeting McAfee for Masters. Oh, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't not look at him and go, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, eh. now that would be a good time if they had me in like a booger mobile rolling around that golf course, <laughs> a golf cart, <laughs> just rolling around, not golf cart. If they had me like on my own little booger mobile, unfortunately, yeah, well, I think that's one we're not gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even just do like a par five with Pat. What happened? They they just let a lady in Augusta, right? Yeah, like, like a couple two years, years ago. ago. And yeah. it was like fucking Omarosa or something. Like <laughs> 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 Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, Rice. Yeah, Omarosa. Yeah, what a golf. I knew it was a, it was yeah. a 
well-esteemed black lady. One of the two. It was two years ago. They just let a lady in there, though. Yeah. They still don't like the pl- tiger plays there. Could you imagine if I was fucking rolling around on a booger mobile? Just and fucking like, ruining like the, the <laughs> fairway and shit like yeah. that. Could you wear like a visor? Just a nice visor. Oh, uh, PGA would be so mad. I see you like pulling up next to the caddy and the golfer. Just excuse let's me, not, Mr. Woods. Hey, so let's let's remember things. Whenever we tweet them, let's not go. Let's not let's not be outrageous. You know. That would be awesome, though. <laughs> Maybe we do be outrageous then. I mean, there's people saying McAfee for 2020 there. Oh. Whenever we walked out on the Capitol, huh? Just know this: I'm not the right guy to be in the politic world. I learned that today very much. <laughs> the amount of paperwork that's happening. <sighs> Remember what I just said about all those counselors trying to talk me to go to classes? That's every day. Is mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. He's working his ass off. Congressman Anthony Gonzalez is working his ass off over there, and his staff is working their ass off. There's a lot to be read here. It's crazy that nothing really happens in D.C. Nothing ever really happens. It's always normally just negative drama. There's a lot of reading and writing that happens. It's like a fucking, it's literally just like. Couldn't last a day. Who, you? Oh, yeah. I think you'd be a great door guy. Mm. Oh, great door guy. But reading like 30-page papers, no way. Yeah, that would go past your 30 pages, that's a lot. 30, I don't think it's 30 pages. I think it was like 48, 50. He showed a stack that was like 30. <laughs> and I was just like, I could not do that. It's like a whole magazine. Yeah. You read a whole magazine? I could. Ugh. You never used to read like Sports it, Illustrated for you kids? Just, pictures. Yeah. You, I you looked at the pictures. disgusted at the thought of 30 pages. <laughs> you got to sit there and think about it. Do you, do, you, do you scroll through your Twitter often today? No, 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 pictures. If there's a picture there, I'll see it. <laughs> I'll stop. Big time. I like it. Big time Instagram guy. Yeah, there's pictures there too. Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Zeta, you're special, man. It's a lot of work, though. Political world is a crazy one. So let's not let's not push that. But anything else? I mean, let's get me into masters. That'd be a good time. Yeah. Get me on a hoverboard out there, maybe oh, just rolling around. Mm. Oh, that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Great idea. Give me like big wheel one, maybe gas. The whole mm. hoverboard, hovercraft thing has not been integrated as into much. our society as it should have by so now. So that hoverboard, it's like everybody in, on Earth turned against it. Like news people were well, like, they they're were, blowing up. They were catching fire. Yeah. How many? Like one out of them? No, it was, it was more, than, more than a few. That's the ones you saw, though. See, I, I don't. it's just like planes that you hear about. Like, There's yeah. thousands of planes taking off right now at this moment. There's literally a thousand planes taking off. You won't hear about any of them successfully landing. But they... The PR turned against those hoverboards. Well, big scooter. You see what happened. Oh, 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 every, oh, every street corner now. Sounds biased. Because Mike Tyson takes a, a spill on that thing. That's yeah. front headline news everywhere is how oh, dangerous these scooters are. Mm-hmm. Then you got parents looking at it like at their little white kid. They're like, Mike Tyson can't even stand on it. You, you uncoordinated fucking kid. You can't stand on it. <laughs> scooter and there's lobby. A chance, and there's a chance this thing's going to catch on fire. What a good PR spin by the scooter, scooter lobby. lobby. Much better than the hoverboard lobby. But the hoverboards are awesome. I, I mean, I ride one on a, oh, yeah. on a pretty regular basis. Maybe we could, uh, Bubba Watson has like a hover golf cart. Maybe they could just outfit you sick. in that thing. You can like fucking go right over like the water and shit on it. It's Maybe, cool. And I get like a to- uh, Top Gun helmet. Yep. Oh, and, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> Never. And I mean, I come in hot. Like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm flying, Don. They're oh, like, God. they're like, yeah, oh, Don. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to. Like, they have to take a break, and maybe there's even, like, a sound that goes off. Like, he and his hovercraft are coming down fairway eight now, and everybody just kind of clears the way. Yeah, and it's like a slalom. It's a slalom. And if I hit every slalom, 
money is donated. Now we're talking about. There we go. Yeah. So now it turns into a action-packed hovercraft race, random races, and golf. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about action and precision. For charity. Did for charity. Oh, at the for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> minimum absolute least, maybe like a fan boat out on the water. Ooh. Yeah, and give me a little oh, path, like a little track. Yeah. Oh. And maybe if there's an island, like for instance, TPC, I do laps around a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a like if it's a putt putt course mm-hmm. and I have like a big stick that I just drive around. And like whenever they tee off, they gotta time it up or I'm a fucking <laughs> quack. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, clown. That's me on the fucking hovercraft. <coughs> Look at us fixing golf like this. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, you can call us mm-hmm. if you want. 317-867-5309. Give it a call. We will love to come fix golf for you. Um WrestleMania's coming up this weekend. Let's mm-hmm. go. Three three women were arrested at Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. Oh I can't believe they get arrested. Pandemonium. Like that. Do you think? What was their bail? Hey, if I'm in my full wrestling garb, like, hey, cops, maybe like put on a t shirt. You know, like I'm going to jail. Yeah, cover up a little. That's a good point. Now, granted, I did get arrested with no t shirt. Mm. Oh. So maybe that's why I'm so. Like, you need a t shirt mm-hmm. for jail for t shirt to wear. Uh, speaking of getting arrested, when we were at the airport. This girl walks by us and looks at Pat and goes, oh, hey, that's the don't get arrested guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to get that in there. How would you remember that? It's either she or our friend probably had a t-shirt. Yeah, oh. she goes, my cousin has a, has a shirt with his face on. It says, yeah. don't get arrested. It is a, that's marketing for us, by the way. My uh, I think Zito was insinuating, though, that Foxy was still in a blackout drunk <laughs> coma. Oh, which you were, by the way. 22-hour bender. That's a shame. <laughs> Anything else happen? What was the name of that city? The uh, Come City? Oh, uh, to Come Town? To Come On. Yo Come Town. Yeah, Yo, yo Come Town. Uh, to Come On. It <laughs> <laughs> was close, close. Yo Come Town. It was a great time. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying this a lot. Ty's not going to get to bed till at least 4 a.m., which is, it's 1247 right now. Neighbors are banging on the thing. I assume we've kept some very important people up. And we're the bad guys. But do you know what the Roadhawks are? Rebels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah without a cause. <laughs> There's a possibility the RV got towed. We left it out there. Blinkers are on, though. You leave the blinkers on, it's basically like you're just coming back. And oh, they don't shit. know. Turn the blinkers off. <laughs> you're the dumbest. And all our stuff's gone. It's on me. I was thinking electricity, trying to save it, generator. Oh, we're trying yeah. to have heater tonight. Yeah. To I was going yeah, to say, that's, that's you guys' home for the night, so you better. Home for the night. Week? Well, I'm just saying, you, you got no beds if you're not sleeping in there tonight. Exactly. All these nights... Of living in a rat-infested, crooked, condemnable fucking house have paid off because Zito and Connor are sleeping in a RV for this entire week with zero heat, and the weather has decided to drop below freezing every night thus far. Also, WrestleMania is supposed to be f- very cold. Yeah, yeah. yep. So that kind of uh, interrupts what the costume I had at Macy's was going to go for. Mm. So now we're in a real... Cur bunkles shit. Cur crossroads. Cur crossroads. Yeah, at a real crossroads. Uh, there's a cur crisis. A, no, there's Kerfluffle. a fluffle. That's what I was gonna say. Is that the word? Sounds right. It sounds awesome. Kerfuffle is yeah. a commotion or a fuss. Uh, there it is. There it is. It'll be fuss. It is yeah. gonna cause a kerfuffle. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know where I was headed with that. Pretty, <laughs> 
pretty vitamined up. <laughs> yeah. But you guys are living with no he- oh the my WrestleMania shit. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I, if for anything you don't watch, let's say you don't watch WrestleMania, watch the pre-show because you're gonna see me in a terrible position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna be a terrible position, and it's gonna be live. And I'm gonna be standing on the WrestleMania stage. I'm not on the set. They don't have me on the set. They have me on the stage. So I'm standing on the stage in the middle of MetLife Stadium <laughs> in a bad spot. Uh, yeah, come on, you're a Roadhawk. You'll roll with the punches. Hey, you know what? Hey. Yeah. Was I on the speaker's balcony today? Yeah. 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 yeah I think were. so. Without, I was, without sleeves. Without sleeves. Was I in some mega mansion that had like 45 statues tonight? Uh, oh, let me yeah. check. Yup. Man, I can handle a little live TV in a terrible fucking god-awful spot. <laughs> god-awful. I can handle that. You ate a slice of pizza with an entire bottle of hot sauce on it. I think you'll be fine, okay? A lot of hot By sauce. the way, liked it. I am on a keto diet, but there was pizza there, and it was the only thing we could eat literally for like a few hours. I was dying. Buffalo sauce on pizza, mm-hmm. even if you have pepperoni on it and just a regular, if you just add buffalo sauce to any pizza, that was delicious. I've so never good. had that before. For sure. All right. That's it for us. <laughs> Shout out. Something just got edited out because Connor's an idiot. If you can guess the exact words that Connor said right there, we'll give you $1,000 <laughs> to the Pat McAfee Show store. That's hashtag endgame. Hashtag endgame. What did Connor say that we had to edit out right there? It is 1 a.m. Things are getting loose. Uh, but this conversation you're about to hear from me and an old friend of mine, the most hated man in the WWE. Baron Corbin, I think you're gonna enjoy it. I'm just gonna follow him. So what were you saying? Um, there's a little kid. What? Oh, there's a six-year-old. Just yeah. like I've never seen the kid, a kid more distraught than whenever your music hit. I do. I do that to a lot of people. I had one. Uh, there was a lady in the front had no teeth tonight. That was really screaming at me. <laughs> do you get spit on? Do they spit on you from yelling? Ooh, I, don't, I don't. I don't get that close. We just did West Virginia yesterday. You know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good people. No. Yeah. I think it was in West Virginia. One of my favorite things ever from uh, a live event was this old man was giving me the double bird. Okay. Just he was. I'm talking 85 years old. Okay. Double bird, and he his wife was in a wheelchair. Okay. He was wearing overalls. His wife was holding the back of his overalls like this with both hands, and he's trying to get through the chairs to me at the rail and it's pulling her along in the wheelchair i could not stop laughing so he was like an ox yes he knocked over like three chairs trying to get to me and his wife was just holding on in her, his overalls rolling around a wheelchair it's phenomenal how's it going back there boys <laughs> you got everything tied down or what come on just make sure my my xbox and stuff doesn't fall i don't want to cry on camera oh you got your xbox always I do a little streaming, dude. Tell you what, stream. pretty tight here. We stream on Mixer. I just held my breath right there. Didn't think we were making it. Did you? Don't you have your Apple Watch like measure stuff? No. It's yeah, it was horrible. just it was just talking shit to me earlier, actually. Yeah. How I didn't walk enough today. You should throw the trash. Why? Because it's just not cool. This is this no. is cool. No, just because you put a gold bracelet on it doesn't make it cool. I can text somebody just by talking like I'm a secret agent, bro. No. Yeah. So you became GM. Yeah. You were dressed up. You yep. did that thing. Yeah. And you leave the GM ship. I got fired. Well, I mean, I think they kind of ran you out of town there. Well, um, 
No, yep, I just got fired. It, it's and it was it was a fun moment while it lasted though because I was in the ring with Vince, Stephanie, Shane, and Hunter. Like it That's doesn't get any bigger. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. get any bigger. I have a picture of it. It's, it's phenomenal. And the craziest part was like, you know, we're gonna go out there and say what we're gonna say, and the crowd was so loud at booing me and chanting to fire me that we couldn't even say anything. Like it was crazy. So everything. You were supposed to get fired quicker, but because the crowd was no, so it loud. was it was supposed to be just a whole thing, and for seven or eight minutes, it was just deafening booze. Yeah, you were hated. That's why you fired me. Do you love being hated? I do. It it's seems fun. like you enjoy it. Oh, so now, oh great, now oh, we're boy. gonna crash. Oh boy. Oh boy. Don't crash into my rental car. Well, I mean the RV. Watch. I told you, I got a hat in the back seat that's all I carry <laughs> in that car. <laughs> Just got it. You know how hard it is to travel with cool hats? It is very Hall of Fame. It is very difficult. It is. Hey, we were just talking about your entrance music. It's awesome, right? Hey, that's a yeah, heater. Yeah, strong. Right? That song is a Tommy heater. Tommy Vex, Bad Wolves, that's who sings it. My buddy. Were you a part of the producing of that? Yes. Very hands-on. I thought so, because um you had another song, not so great. Yes. And then it was like a generic track. And then um, you give the bird call their friend. Well, they 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 tried to do like three or four more songs, and the best part was like Vince hated them all too, and it was so scary because there was. I remember one time Vince was messing with me. I was on the stage and they played the track, and I heard it, and I was like, "This is so bad. It's not funny." That was, was like absolutely horrible. And Vince turns around and goes, "Do you like it?" And, I go, and he goes, "I love it." And I go, "It's all. It's okay." Like immediately flipped because I was like, "Yeah," and he goes, oh, "I'm just messing with you." And I was like, "Oh, thank God." Like. I was about to start crying. It would have been horrible. What if you would have been stuck with that forever? It would have been so bad. So bad. Just miserable guy in a three-piece suit hated by everybody with terrible music. Yeah, that's all bad. But I think that, like, I need my music for a pump-up. Like, I love good music, so...
guys that everybody hates. We don't do real good. And that's what I'm saying. Because you never wear them on Raw. No, but also, if you hate somebody, why would you buy their T-shirt? Well, I think people hate people before they love them. Right? All, all the big guys used to be big-time heels, right? Mock was yeah, a heel for, for sure. Time. But I think time's changed a little bit. And, I mean, I've been hated for like five years now. Yeah, but I think you're really starting to find your groove in the hated world right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm as deep as you can go almost. Excuse me. Can you grab the wheel? Can you grab the wheel, bro? You're fine. Hoodie's gonna be a little bit more. Can you grab the wheel? I mean, you're doing like 25 and a 50. <laughs> bro, it's the Greyhawk. Where did you get this thing? <laughs> it's the wrong side. I need to be at a red light. I need to be. Just at a put red it on. Light. And you're you're already drifting into this fucking Camry. I can already see it. Well, Are you not driving anymore? You just said no. What is? Did you cut the sleeves off? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. What do you think this is? Okay, we're getting up to a green light. There you go. Look at you. Maybe, I'll tell you what, that was quite a panicking moment. There. Maybe one day you'll fill that out. Ah, uh, we're going. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna stop at this point. <laughs> By the way, huh? It looks good. It looks good. I feel good about what we're doing here. You do? Yeah, look at this. I mean, you look great. Look at this. I mean, you kind of forced me into it. You lost a bet. It's fair and square. Um, when you travel on the road, what's something you do? Play video games. All the time? No, I mean, I, I, I keep to a pretty similar schedule every week. You know, it's... Land, find a, find a breakfast place after the flight, eat breakfast, go to the gym, uh, go find food for the rest of the day, and usually got to get to the show. That's like a typical Friday, and then based on how long the flight was and the travel, uh, I'll either drive that night after the show, or I'll go to the hotel and play video games till two or three in the morning because we stream. The sweets. The sweets. That's right. Um, I go around the world and go to like mausoleums and stuff like old churches where the walls are all just bones. I've gone to Guatemala and Belize and gone through these caves. It's really cool. It's a fun trip. You and your, your fiance. I know we won't take any helicopters or have dinner next to a waterfall. Um, but we can go do some really fun stuff in Belize. Scuba diving is amazing. Yeah, it was second largest coral leaf in the yeah. world. Yeah. Have you been there? I won a geography ball eighth grade with that question. Really? Shout out me. Ah, eighth uh -huh. grade geography? Yeah. I got the bow and everything. Did you into West Virginia after that? Yeah, All the yeah. way downhill. Valedictorian, basically. No, not in college. Yeah, yeah, valedictorian. No, I was terrible in school. So do you seek out places? Yeah, I've got an app and a book and everything. It's like, yo, oh, creepy sites here. Yeah. That's, That's really right. what it does? Yeah. That's insane. Fun. That's what I do on the road. I find those kind of weird things. Or, I mean, we did a, we've done two episodes on uh, .com with, or Yahoo, or not Yahoo, uh, YouTube, of me going ghost hunting. Did you find anything? Uh, me and Breeze had some good experiences in this little, uh, it's like a little bar in uh, Seattle. We're taking on quite a headwind. <laughs> How far have you been driving this? Just drove got in. Oh yes, you just drove in. How far was the drive from Indy? 
They drove for eight hours. You flew? Yeah. What a dick. Uh, two drove, four flew. Oh, that's worse. This is like a bombing experience for all of you. Well, the one guy almost got sent back home, actually. Oh, you're home. it's been a day. You want to send somebody home? Well, well, he almost didn't even make it here. We had a layover in Charlotte. Okay. Almost sent him home from Charlotte. Why? You we went on a 10-hour bender yesterday. Showed up just fucking miserable. Terrible. Looked like dog shit. How are He's you ever... He's drawing that plane. He's drawing that plane. That's fine. But how are you ever going to knock Judge, somebody for that? I know. I know. It was very difficult. But he has to... <laughs> he has to edit everything. So, uh, like, he has to be up literally all night editing. So... Okay. He... Like out of everybody in the group, he's the only one that can't be doing that. Okay. And he was a cool guy in Broad you know, Ripple. When they, he felt real cool in Broad Ripple. Really? That's yeah. where he was hitting it? Yeah. Ten hour bender yesterday. Do you remember the bar we used to always go to when I was there? Alex Moody. Yeah. And do, do you remember all the times that we went in there and, because they don't reserve seats, and nope. so they would always reserve tables for us, man. It was like, Eight of us. We always went there every time we went out. It's very nice of them. And everybody knew that we were somebody, but couldn't figure it out because we we're all rookies. Correct. So the game was who can get away with the best story of what they do. Yep. And I, I think Josh Matthews was his name. He told a, a girl that he won a ten thousand dollar lottery ticket. Scratch off. Yep. Scratch off had been living off of it for five years. Yep. That one was good. Saved his money. Yeah. He said, I hit a scratch off. I spent a little yeah. early, but I've stretched it for five years. Yeah. Great play. I think you had one. You were a nursing school dropout yeah. and became a fry cook at Denny's or computer salesman. There was and a, also there was a line, line chef. Line chef. Thank you. At St. Elmo's. Um, we had another good one. I think I, I got away with one that I was a amateur hockey goalie for a little while. Indie Fuel. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you would have been a good goalie. All right. I take up a lot of space. Not as much as you used to. No. Ooh, hey, I was telling boy. them, your body transformation has been pretty impressive. It's crazy, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So you have to like really... 330 pounds, man. 330 pounds. When I left Arizona, I was 334. Now I'm about 270. So the only issue I've run into, why I have to be so careful, is like, I was so big for so long that it stretches your skin out, man. So if I get too small, my skin just is not good. You have to get that surgery, the... Uh... And I went and looked, and they said that it's not bad enough to ever need it. Oh, like so I'm you, right, you I'm don't like, look terrible. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. How much weight will you lose, or is this where you'll stay? I'd like to go down another 10. Is it a challenge every time? No. No, it's just, it's finding what works. I think that's the challenge. Like. Unfortunately, I think I've screwed my body up with it over the years of like playing football. I had to eat all those carbs, and then I was having to get like 10,000 uh, calories a day. So you're eating like mozzarella sticks and pizza and stuff like that to try to get the extra calories to gain all that weight. So now, like, if I eat carbs, my body's like, oh yeah, it's go time. Like, let's get big again. And it goes real quick. So I just kind of have to figure out where my balance is. There's a Camaro coming in hot. Sorry about that, boys. <laughs> it's not a Camaro. Pontiac. It's a Pontiac Sunfire, yeah. <laughs> the front looks similar, though. Does Vince like you? Loves me. I think. I mean, Vince is a man's man. And and if he kind of messes with you, I think it means he likes you. Like, he's almost hurt me before where, like, I wasn't paying attention and he body checked me. And I almost went into this mirror, and he was gone before 
before I could even turn around, but I was ready to fight. Like I turned around legit ready to fight and I could just hear him laughing on the other side of the curtain. And then other times, I was standing around one time with my shirt off and he just walked up and slapped me in the back as hard as he could. I turned around ready to fight too and he's just laughing. How do you guys handle that? Like chops hurt very bad, right? Yeah. Chairs to the back hurt very bad. They right? don't feel good. I don't like anything with that smacking sensation. Me neither. I just don't like it. And so I hate being chopped. Um, Will people chop you just to fuck with you? No, because I'll ding them a good one and they're like, I'm not going to play games. It's just me. Is there a lot of that in the ring? Sometimes. I mean, you got to be out there having fun. It's still a competition, but you got to have fun. You know, you're still wanting everybody in the crowd to love every second of it. So it's not necessarily a game, but you, you definitely got to enjoy Protect it. Protect yourself. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't like chop. I don't like getting hit with a chair either because it gives that smacking sensation. Do you feel bad giving a chair? Not at all. No. no. Of course not. Love it. No. Yes. But I don't, I, I never ever throw chops because I don't like being chopped. That's what I was. That's but I, I will saying. hit somebody with a chair. Are you Flat swinging for the fences with that thing? Depends on who's at the other end. If it's you, I'm swinging at. It's gonna be a lot harder than if I'm swinging at somebody else. I really thought you were gonna say maybe pull up. No, no. I, I want you to have the full experience. Oh, you're such a good guy. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking of you when I'm hitting you as hard as I can. Man, yo, come town. No way. Yo, come town? There you go. Hey, you there's no other guy like drive through Yo, come town. Right? Thank you. you. I appreciate that. Okay, I feel man. like if you ever get in the ring, that's where you should be built from. From Yo, come. There you go. Get it. Get oh, it. Open. Open. Come on, get the. Did you get it? It's going to have to be quick. Look at that. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's another one coming. Maybe. There's another one Maybe. Coming. Yo, come town. Yeah. Get, Most signs I've ever get, seen in my life. Get billed from this city. Standing at six foot one, 245 pounds, fresh out of Yo, come town. Get it? Yep. There you go, kid. Look at you go. Hey, multitask. I'm a big fan of Yo, come town. I, I can tell. You think that's how it's pronounced, too? Right, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You wouldn't lie to me. Never. Never. We've, we've been friends a long time. We should have stopped in Yo Town. Stop and get a drink? Yeah. No, like, uh, yeah, wherever you want. But we should have stopped in Yo Town. You're driving. I'd like to go back to Yo Town. You just want to air it out, man? No. Just no. act like you're on Dr. Phil right now. Let's talk about it. Dr. Phil went to my high school. What? Yeah. Do you know him? I've met him. I have a picture with him. See, that's what we should talk about more often. The Dr. Phil and I went to the same high school? Yeah. He gave my graduation speech. What? I bet you it was awesome. I don't remember. Don't you disrespect Dr. Phil like that. I'm just saying.
fly shit I'ma draw the line, you niggas pick who you gon' ride with Simple ass niggas happy cause they fuck my side bitch But she just mad at me cause she ain't the one I ride with Drop down and pick your heart up off the floor, girl And quit trying to convince me that your ass is not a hoe, girl Wonder why I'm not picking up my phone well The last 12 months, I done travel across the whole world And niggas hoping I'ma flop, but meanwhile Times out of ten, they just want a friend. But I've been real before rap, so I won't pretend. Tell them to their face all the flaws that I'm noticing. I never fuck with your type, and I won't begin. And then it's all we on this high horse. But bottom line, bitch, nigga, this is my horse. Never kill nothing, you just wait on it to die first. But this gonna be the season that you watch your niggas fly north. I drop classic at the classic. Streets on fire, soft rappers can't match this. I ain't doing features, even if they got the cash. Me and Black Sam balling out the shop on Sloss and Ab. Look, it's way more profit in these clothes. Why I give away this music and make double back in shows? I 360 myself and I exercise control. I hustle.com, my digital Louis Stoke. Tell him.